so much great Advertising Week content, so little time. Snackable AI is now helping you navigate podcasts like this one, event sessions, and other content with chapters, topic tags, and more. Find the insights that matter to you faster than ever before. Learn more at snackable.ai. In August 2021, Macy's Incorporated announced a partnership to bring together two of America's most iconic brands, Macy's and Toys R Us. In this episode of Uncommon Thinking, originally recorded at Advertising Week New York, executives from both legendary retailers discussed the strategic vision of omnichannel retail brand building and its elevation of the customer experience in both stores and across digital platforms. We hope you enjoy this episode. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for uh, taking a couple minutes and, and joining us. So uh, Yehuda Schmibben and I are together uh, this afternoon for a couple of minutes to share a little bit of our thoughts on our recent partnership. Um, so I'm Mark Mashinardi. I'm the Chief Stores Officer for Macy's. And I'm joined with Yehuda Schmibben, who is the CEO of WHP, which is the parent company of Toys R Us. And, uh, and so recently, Toys R Us and Macy's uh, having signed a, a partnership together uh, for, for bringing the Toys R Us brand into uh, Macy's stores and our Macy's.com site across the country is, uh, is on the radar. And, uh, and so we thought uh, we would take a, a few minutes and, and share some of our thoughts on the partnership and, uh, and get into a little bit of conversation today, Yuda. So welcome. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Mark. It's uh, really great to be here with you, um, both a friend and a business partner. And it's great timing to be here right on the heels of our announcement of our partnership together, opening 400 Toys R Us stores together with Macy's um, in the near future. Um, I'll tell you, just um, Macy's, I, I can't help but think about uh, growing up. I grew up in the New York metro area, thinking about Macy's Herald Square. What a dream, biggest store in the world. And, and uh, in particular, you know, you think about Thanksgiving. I think we all share this memory. You know, you think about Thanksgiving, waking up. It might be cold outside, but it's warm inside. And turn on TV and you see the parade the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade with all those balloons going down Broadway up until Macy's Herald Square. It's just, um, it's just a great, great memory. Awesome. So great to be here with you today. Um, how about you? Do you have a memory of Toys R Us? Yeah, and listen, I appreciate the thought on, uh, on the Macy's front. I think it's one of my favorite things. Everybody I meet, even actually as we just walked off the stage and met Matt, uh, who took a moment to say, I'd love to meet the, the Macy's team and, uh, and just tell you how much I love, love your store, love your company, love your brand, and, and so I, I appreciate your sentiment. I think the same thing I would say for, for Toys R Us. Do I have a memory? Um, I think uh, any of us that grew up with uh, as a Toys R Us kid have a memory of getting the, the catalog and, uh, and going through the catalog to see uh, what were the new toys and, and circling all the things that you might want for the upcoming holiday. And, uh, and then I also have a memory of, of being in, uh, in the store. And uh, you said, guys, used to have these, these big uh, ride-on cars down the side that were uh, motorized cars that you could take off of the racks and, and ride them up and down the aisle. So uh, really, really uh, fun stuff. So uh, I appreciate it. And I think um, you know, what, that's really a bit of what brought us together. It's, it's really these memories that make emotional connections and, and having two heritage brands uh, that are that way. So uh, I think that makes for a, uh, for a good future. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no question. You know, it's those emotional memories of the brands of Macy's and Toys R Us that make it so special. It's also the customer set. And really, when I think of the Macy's customer, it's America. And I think about Jeffrey the Giraffe. And I think about, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. And 
you know, it's really, we, ha we share the same customer. Um, and that's really what, what brought us together. I think Jeff Gannett, of course, Macy's CEO, said it best when we, when we did announce the partnership at first, and he was on CNBC talking about it, and he said, there isn't a millennial parent in America who isn't a Toys R Us kid. I mean, we're all Toys R Us kids, parents, grandparents, uncles, aunts, um, all of us. And, and so bring that together made a heck of a lot of sense for us. How, how about you, what was, Mark, from your perspective, what was most appealing about the partnership? Yeah, so I, I think um, you know, we, we announced a, a strategy around uh, what we call Polaris back in February of 2020, have kind of refined that uh, broad company strategy over the last couple of years, and, and, um, and, but it's still as, as tied and relevant into the decision making that, that we bring to these kind of partnerships. So for just a point of context, it's all about winning with fashion and style. You gotta be able to deliver clear value. You've gotta be able to win digitally and excel on that front. You gotta give great store experiences got to be able to have a supply chain that, that you can really invest in. And, uh, and then transformationally, we need a strategy in our company that, that allows us to unlock all of that transformation. So I share that because then you come back and, and I think about what this partnership opportunity presented itself to us. Um, and as you, you think about the context of, of um, that strategy and say, okay, toys are, are fashion, they are style. I mean, they, there is a hot moment of, of many toys, but I also think it's awesome to see like what's happening inside toys. The, the uh, accessories of the world of toys is style and it's fashion and it changes. And, um, and so I, I think that part is really fun. You think about our customer base, um, you know, we do a lot of things to support the lifestyle of, of a customer and we can outfit you in dresses and shoes and we can do it in tailored uh, brands and we can do it into uh, many parts of the apparel business, but, um, but we really didn't have a toy business and, and that is really part of a, a lifestyle for, for every family today and, and, and only a growing one. So the opportunity to, to think about this coming into that strategy definitely closed a, a big part of it. I think as I get into then, you know, what you can do digitally and what you can do in a store experience. I think what, what we're really excited about is we could create unbelievable immersive experiences in stores and online, and we're gonna do that. Um, and so the opportunity to create emotional connection, to create a reason to come in and stay. Um, same thing digitally, the opportunity to really expand the portfolio. I think uh, the breadth of brands, the breadth of content that exists inside the Toys R Us portfolio coming into a, a very important digital business at Macy's. End of the day, it just sort of checked all those boxes, and then it really fit into our overall strategy, and, um, and so it was a, a really easy one for us to say, let's go quick. So, you know, curious from your perspective, obviously you're, you're a company that acquires and builds brands, and, uh, and interested to just get your perspective when you saw this brand and the partnership with us, you know, how do you think about that brand building, and, and what do you see uh, as this partnership develops? Yeah, it, great question, and the way you just articulated the Macy's strategy and how it fits, um, really, you kind of hit all the right salient points. I mean, just as reference, so our company, WHP Global, is the parent company of Toys R Us. Um, we own a number of brands across the portfolio doing about $3.5 billion a year. Um, and always, the, the mission is to rescue awesome brands um, and then unlock the value, which is exactly, Mark, what you just described um, that uh, we'll be doing together. Um, of course, Toys R Us was a no-brainer, perfect fit. Beloved brand, trusted brand, we all grew up with it. Um, and even today, we have over 900 stores outside the US, um, in places across Asia, in the Mideast, parts of Europe, et cetera. Um, so that being said, the question was here in the States, uh, the US 
blank canvas. Um, how do we fulfill the demand? We knew the demand was there, the data supported that, that customers wanted Toys R Us back. How do we fulfill that demand? And of course, that's, as you said, what brought us together to, and it checks both the Polaris boxes, as you mentioned, and certainly the brand mission, our mission to unlock the value. Um, it's, it's interesting, you know, you think about not long from today, um, you'll be able to go to a Toys R Us in Beijing or Barcelona, you could do that now. Toys R Us in Dubai or Melbourne in Australia. Uh, but soon, together with you, on top of those 900 stores, having another 400 plus the Omni experience on Macy's.com, you'll be able to go to Toys R Us in New York and Houston and, and Miami and Los Angeles. So it's a, it's a really, really exciting time and that makes a lot of sense to us. Um, in the long run, Mark, I guess I'll throw it back to you. Um, what do you see sort of in the next five years as those key drivers um, in this partnership? Yeah, so I think, uh, I, I'll start, I'll tell you the reaction. Um, you know, I, I, I joke a little bit, I was, I was telling some of our team backstage, you know, I have three children, I have a 13-year-old, 11-year-old, and a six-year-old. And, um, and I talk to work all the time and, and tell them how my day was, and I talk about our Omni capabilities, and I tell them about some of the new hires or how our quarterly earnings are going, and I don't get much of a reaction. And, um, and the day that I came home and, and said, we just signed a deal, we're bringing Toys R Us to Macy's. And they said, that is awesome. Like, yeah. what an awesome idea. I can't wait, when can we go see it? Now, I would say, like, they did not grow up with Toys R Us. Right. Like, it really has not been something that they could have experienced other than and when they were really little, and, and my youngest one, not at all. And yet the, the you know, connotation of the brand and the ability to, to have that emotional reaction so I, I say that because what, what I think the long-term play is you gotta have longevity, right? We're, we're looking for partnerships that, that have the opportunity to stick around for a long time. And so then I come back in and think of like, what does this do from a customer perspective? We talked to, about a millennial parent. We've got <clears throat> a broad strategy to be acquiring and developing a younger consumer, an under 40. We've been investing in our uh, apparel, we've been investing in our accessories and our beauty business, investing in our home business. That is allowing us to take advantage of, of family first and parent first, first house, first job, all of those things. But as you get into family, then you've got to be able to make that connection. So um, I, I think that the toy side really helps us on acquiring this younger customer, and then I'd say kind of the full circle is where we are acquiring younger consumers in those other categories, we now get to introduce uh, the, the Toys R Us product to them as well. And, um, and so I, I think as I, I, I try to view out a little bit longer term, what gets you excited over three years, five years, 10 years is, is building a connection to a customer base that is going to be with us for a long time. Yep. And, uh, and I think that this, this positions us really well. I think the other part that's exciting, you know, we, we talk a lot about omni business and omni capabilities. And, and I think you know, trying to have a, a digital business, a store business, and, and be able to, to have them you know, synergistic with one another and really unlock more value, I think we can do that in toy space. And would you describe Beijing to Moscow to New York City? To, yeah. A lot of that is what we can do from an omni perspective. So both of those, uh, for me, really exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. I love that story with the kids. Um, I hadn't heard that one before. That's awesome. Um, but look, yeah, the future is really exciting. And it's funny, you take a sort of a step back in a macro view, and you think about that DNA I could share with you from a perspective of Toys R Us, Jeffrey, again, I don't want to grow up, I'm a Toys R Us kid, that song, right? Even for, as you mentioned, your kids who didn't grow up with it, but us and everybody here, we did. Um, you know, we are thinking very broadly. I mean, it, everything's on the table now. We, who knows, we might explore a, you know, a, an NFT with Toys R Us, or we might ex explore some land-based entertainment ideas. 
Um, it's really about the DNA, and ultimately we're looking to um, unlock and leverage every category and opportunity that's both on brand and relevant to the times that make sense. Um, certainly with Macy's as the anchor for everything we're going to do in the United States in such a perfect, perfect way to bring us together uh, across the U.S. so uh, perfectly. Um, on the subject of DNA, I did want to ask you, Mark, um, you know, culture is a part of every DNA. Macy's has such an amazing culture. Um, working with you every day is, is, a, is a pleasure, and, uh, and it's, uh, I love it. Um, within your culture, um, maybe we could just shift gears a bit. How does, um, how does DNI and, and sort of community impact play into your culture? Yeah, I, I would say, um, you know, so excited about what we're doing in stores and online is Radba. I think the other side of that equation and, and beyond what we can do from a, a, an entertainment value is the connection to our colleagues. And so, you know, having a, a culture really important to our brand. Um, it is something that we spend enormous amounts of time and energy cultivating. We're in communities all across the United States. We're incredibly connected to those communities. And, uh, and we, we lean in really heavy to continue to develop those relationships and, and find those emotional connections. That includes our, our investment in, in diversity and inclusion a critically important part of, of our company, of our brand, of the communities that we serve, and, and ultimately of, of toy customers and, and, and sellers. So, um, you know, we've, we've made, you've heard our CEO be a part of uh, and sign on on the CEO Pact. Uh, we've committed two fellows into that program over the course of the last year and a half doing really awesome work. Um, we signed the 15% pledge, and I would just say it, it, is, it all shows up when you start to get through all the pieces of what we've invested in our talent in our latest human capital report. So if, if you haven't got a chance, check it out. It's, uh, I think it's really awesome. It's the first time that we've published that way, and it really talks about the investments that we're making on, on all of the talent front. You know, I think about culture. Also, a really important part of, of something to measure. So, you know, we, we take culture poll survey uh, every year, multiple times a year, to get a sense of how are we doing on the things that we're, we're focused on, and where are there still pressure points that we need to continue to lean in so that we're always making sure that, that we're evolving the culture. And, uh, and it's been really positive. And I share all of that because one of the things that, that will make our partnership as a success is when our colleagues feel like they're excited for it. And when they're bought into where we're going and you come up with an idea that they believe in, and I got to tell you, for as good a reaction as I got out of my children, I get the same reaction as I go store to store every week. And, uh, and people are excited. So um, I think the connection of, of that community, that diversity and inclusion play, and uh, the brand connection is, is really good. But curious on your front, you know, I, I, in the way that you acquire brands and the way that you develop, how do you think about culture, community, diversity, and inclusion from, uh, from a WHP perspective? Yeah, so look, we are, you know, we're definitely inquisitive, and so we're constantly going through the filter process of how we should think about acquiring the next consumer brand, um, and there's so many different metrics that play, but, you know, if we go back to our internal 10 cultural principles that guide our company at WHP Global, um, and Toys R Us and all of our brands, uh, the bookends of those cultural principles are as follows. The, um, the first one is this idea that in modern times, 2021 in the future, you're, we're either gonna partner or we're gonna perish. And so it, it, it's really about working together. That's the first cultural principle of the company. The, the other bookend of the cultural principles is this idea that diversity is strength. And so, we try as best we can to be intentional about 
integrating community involvement, diversity inclusion into the lens of our ecosystem, that's one, into the, our, each of our brand ethos um, for each brand, um, and then ultimately the brand investments that we're going to make. Um, so, you know, that's, uh, that's kind of the way we, 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 we think about it. That's awesome. I, uh, I love it. I think really good view to understand how you bring two companies together. And I think your comment on uh, partner or parish is a really catchy one. I'm going to steal that and use that. I think that makes a lot of sense. And um, like I this. think about what, uh, what we're doing, right? Yeah. So, so partner or parish, but um, it's a good model for us to, uh, to take forward. So um, love, the, love the background. Appreciate the, the context on the relationship of, uh, of Macy's and, and Toys R Us. Thought we'd shift gears for our last uh, handful of minutes together and just get a little bit of a broad perspective on the overall landscape, retail landscape. Obviously, it's, a, uh, it's an interesting one and changing by the, uh, by the minute, by the hour. So uh, maybe we'll, uh, we'll go through a couple of Q, uh, Q&As on, uh, on broad retail. OK, awesome. Well, well, if we should start, maybe, Mark, just uh, as we're thinking broadly, just uh, we got to know you a little bit with the, the story about your kids on a personal level. But who is today, um, who do you look for for inspiration? Or who, um, what are you reading? Or what are you watching? It's a good question. Um, what am I reading? I, um, Mostly decks and, and PowerPoint presentations, but um, but beyond that, I read. Um, I love Fast Company. I think it is like my absolute favorite magazine. Has been for a long time. I think I'm I'm looking for interesting ideas that make me think differently. And I, I think that that actually that magazine is is really good at serving up innovation in in traditional formats and in new ways that I read it and I think, huh, that's really interesting. I wonder if I could apply that to this thing that I'm working on. Or I just read it and I find a company and say, I'd love to talk to them. I'd love to hear how they're looking at it. Maybe there's something in, in their model, there's something in their technology, there's something in their process that uh, you know, we run a, a really big uh, organization and, and finding really interesting, innovative ideas. So I, I love Fast Company. I'm reading that as often as I can. What do I watch? I, I watch very little uh, TV. Um, I'm a Yankee fan and a Giant fan, and both of those are pretty unwatchable these days. So um, I watch, uh, I'm watching Ted Lasso. I'm only a handful of episodes in, but definitely a fan <laughs> in, the, uh, in the first handful of, uh, of days. So anyway, awesome. how about uh, on, on your front? Give us a, a little bit of sense of uh, you know, what gets excited, what, what motivates you, what wakes you up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Ted Lasso is a perfect lead-in, because uh, if there's one sort of guru motivation, it's definitely Ted. I love, 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 love that show. Um, what motivates me, I, you know, I, I, when I think about um, so much of our day is, is of course, working and, and think about our team at WHP Global and Toys R Us, uh, it's really the people. Um, and, and that absolutely is underscored by our partnership, Mark, with, with Macy's. And, and, but it's really, it's really the people in the business. And then it's, it's how do we dream and empire build. And if you can dream the vision of empire building and have the right people to partner with and go do it, Really, everything's possible, and we all know that um, because we're all here at this conference thinking of big ideas, and, and it's the people component of the business that really um, really gets me excited and motivates me um, every day. Um, you did open the door and say we're going to talk macro, so I'm going to throw it back to you with a question. This is, this is a big one. Not about our life inspiration, but in retail, Mark, what is the yeah. number one biggest challenge today that uh, retail is facing? Yeah, I think uh, I, I 
couple thoughts on the topic. So um, I think in the here and now of, of as we head into fourth quarter, I think what you see out there on a broad macro level of supply chain and labor, both of those are real. Those are, those are challenges for everybody. They are no different for the retail business. They're significant. Um, I, am, I am really excited about the things that are happening at, at Macy's to navigate both of them, but they're both real challenges. If I thought more broadly, though, of like, what, what does the, the on my radar for, for many years worth of work of, of big challenge, I'd say, you know, we talk all the time of, of what's the role of a store. And, and we come back and say it's about discovery, it's about convenience, it's about service, and about engagement. I want to be able to inspire you to, to find something that you didn't know that you wanted. Or I want to be able to get you what you wanted, exactly what you wanted, as fast as I can, as, as seamlessly as I can. I want to make sure that I can create an environment with the, the talent that is engaging and makes you want to have a connection, emotional connection to the place that you go. You can buy lots of stuff in lots of places. You got to be able to have a reason that you want to pick that one. And then on the service front, I want to make sure that it's the right service. So whatever that service model is that you need to meet you where you are, when you need it, um, I want to be able to deliver that. I share all that because that's the challenge. How do you right. do all four of those things in the right ways for each customer in a way that is right for you, is different than it's right for me in this situation versus that situation? I think creating that seamless connection across being able to play all four of those dials effectively, those that do that the best are and, and have a model that's flexible enough to continue to change on it, that, that is going to be the challenge for everybody. So I'm excited how we're taking that on. We've talked a lot about ideas inside of it today, but I would say that is our, our biggest challenge. How about, um, you know, we, we open to make a comment on supply chain that is certainly a real one. Everything that everybody reads and sees, it's hard to turn on the news and not uh, see something about supply chain. Curious as to a big toy player, give me your, yeah. your perspective on how the supply chain's looking. I mean, look, the supply chain challenge today, as you highlighted as well, and as headline news, is absolutely a real one. Um, but I think if you take a step back and just think about it more broadly in the context of supply and demand, um, look, we all had too much supply going into the peak of COVID and not enough demand, and now we're coming out of the peak of COVID, thankfully, and there's demand has skyrocketed and, and supply is is, 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 is short. This is, in the long run, um, a good thing. It's a good thing because you want demand to come back. It means the consumer is strong. It means retail industry is strong. It means, uh, as we have seen over time, the retail industry continues to grow. Um, and yes, the supply chain disruption at the moment as a temporary challenge is painful. But when we think about toys broadly, I mean, the toy industry in the US, it's a $30 billion industry. Um, imagine how much together with Macy's we can conquer um, globally, obviously even much bigger. Um, so I think the, the sort of forest from the trees view is um, the supply chain challenge right now is actually highlighting the fact that demand is off the charts. Yeah. And that is a great, great fact. Um, but you know, I see um, they're buzzing us uh, that our time is coming due. So Mark, I'll certainly turn to you for, to close this out, but I do want to personally thank you for um, inviting me to join you and share this stage with you today. Um, you are a trusted friend for many, many years. You're a business partner, um, and I just it's a thrill to be up here with you today, so I want to thank you for that and 
hand it to you to awesome. close this off. I appreciate it. the feeling is, uh, is mutual. I love the comment of Partner Parish. I think we've partnered on uh, many things over many years, and uh, both on the business front, on the charity front, and on a personal level. So uh, I very much appreciate that partnership. And, uh, and I thought the conversation today really helpful to, to just hear how we get together. I think uh, the, the opportunity that's in front of us is exciting. You know, I come back and think of, of the strategy and the position that we're in. And, you know, we want to be a, a, a leading digitally-led omni-channel retailer. I think the opportunity to do that through the lens of toys is super exciting. And, uh, and I look forward to what's ahead together. So thanks for joining me today. Thanks for the conversation. And really appreciate uh, for everyone that, uh, that was with us today. So thank you very much. Thanks, all. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more content like this and to find out about Advertising Week's global events for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries, visit www.advertisingweek.com and follow us on social media. Chaptering and other structural elements for this podcast are powered by Snackable AI. With the ability to unify all content in one place, have AI distill the best insights instantaneously, and share them seamlessly, businesses on Snackable create more relevant value for their audiences faster than ever before. Learn more at snackable.ai.